Welcome to the R&R Experience Podcast. My name is Raquel, not Rachel. And I'm Regina, not Regina. Regina, this is season two. Woo! Aren't you excited? I can't believe. I know. It sounds odd you saying season two. Season two, episode one. Oh my gosh. We are sophomores. We're sophomores now. We are soft. We are no longer freshmen. We've been elevated. How does it feel? (laughs) It feels great. It does feel great. We're seasoned. Yeah. We're still learning, but we know a lot. Yeah. We've we've learned learned a lot. We've learned a lot in our first year. Yes. Yes. So for our brand new listeners, the R&R Experience Podcast stands for Raquel and Regina. And it's our experiences that we have dealing with life. And we try to cover things that are informative. We talk about fun things, serious things, whether it's health or relationships, sports, entertainment. We just cover it all. Yeah, that's who we are. Growing up, when people would see my name spelled R-A-Q-U-E-L, they will always say Rachel. (laughs) And I'm like, no, it's Raquel. Um, Uh Raquel, not Rachel. So I've always said that my entire life. So that's my tagline. That's my name. It is part of my alter ego, though, Rachel. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, it's a name that I do answer to occasionally. But my (laughs) name is Raquel, not Rachel. And who are you? I am Regina, not Regina. A lot of times people see Regina and they pronounce it Regina. I don't understand that. I oh, don't that is either so weird. because I often wonder, do y'all really think my mom would name me Regina? <laughs> but I've heard some interesting names though over the years. Well, that is true. That is true. I've been called Regina and not even in a joking way. It just comes out Regina. And it's funny, even if I call in a prescription to the drugstore, the CVS recording says Regina, no lie. Every time I hear it, I'm just like, Oh my gosh, it's Regina. If you go to the gynecologist, do they say, Regina, how is your vagina? (laughs) (laughs) You've never gotten that line? (laughs) I've never gotten that one at the gynecologist. That would be somewhere you would think that I would get that. Right. Regina, how is your vagina? It's Uh, everyday people. Oh my gosh, did you just say that? And I'm just like, it's Regina. I was thinking about nicknames. Some Mm -hmm. people don't go by nicknames. It's not Mm -hmm. their thing. But in my family, I think it's a term of endearment. So I love giving my kids nicknames. But over the years, let me see. I think my husband calls me Rock. Uh And that's that's been a name. But my family members, they call me Kelly, which a lot of people don't know that. So I go by Kelly. If you're an older aunt or Mm -hmm. uncle, older relatives, it's Kelly. And some of my cousins call me Kelly as well. Because Raquel, Kelly. Ah, okay. So I, I get that. And I've gotten Rocky before. Okay. That's my name, Aunt Rock. So Rock is pretty common. Okay. And my mom would call me Rach. Okay. Because we would laugh because people would call me Rachel. So Rachel. she would call me Rach. So that she's the only person that can call me that. But what about you? Anything other than Regina or Regina? <laughs> exactly. Oh, just <laughs> Gina or like G. And friends now, because they know the meaning of my name, Regina means queen. queen. A lot of people mm-hmm. just call me queen, like, hey, queen. But mm-hmm. Gina was pretty much growing up. It was just Gina. Um and my husband used to call me Cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> cheesecake. Cheesecake. Uh, and that was his little name for me. So <laughs> that's cute. Yeah. My husband and I, we call each other Gus. And people, they're like, who's Gus? Where did that come from? But he's Gus. I'm Gus. So okay. That's our little nickname for each other. Regina, no one calls you Riri? I want to call you Riri. Can I do that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. 
What's up, Riri? I'm really calling me Riri. Oh, no, that wasn't common. I've, now, I will say I've heard it before, jokingly, but not really nobody just saying, hey, Riri. <laughs> I don't know. That's that's kind of funny, Riri. You don't seem like a Riri, but Queen or Gina. Okay, those are good Growing names. Up, it was always people just call me Gina. Yes. So Raquel, not Rachel. And we have Regina, not Regina, Regina, not Regina are names for the show. Mm-hmm. And to reiterate, our goal is to inform. We want to in- encourage. We want to yes. engage with our listeners. So we're going to have lots of things to talk about. But that's really what we try to do. It fits in one of those categories. Yeah. You know, if we're not informing you, encouraging you or engaging you in some way, then it's the wrong podcast. So yeah. that's who we are and what we stand for. And we got a lot of positive feedback last year. If it was an informative podcast, they were like, oh, wow, I really didn't know that. Or I learned something new. And then, of course, our lighter, funny podcast, people were like, oh, yeah, I agree with you when you said that. I agree with her. Or that just made me laugh. Mm -hmm. We got a lot of positive feedback. Definitely. There's an entertainment aspect of what we do. Whether it's entertainment news or we're sharing funny stories about our lives. Yeah. So we like to have fun. Yeah, we definitely got um, a funny one today. So before we dive into that, do you have a favorite episode from last year? Well, I'll say one of my favorite episodes was when we reviewed Queen Charlotte. That was in in Bloom, episode 11. Yeah. Season one, episode 11. Yeah. (laughs) Ask me how I know that. I don't know why I know numbers like that, but I do. That was one of my favorite ones, just because we had so much fun reviewing that series and getting everyone's different opinions. I definitely enjoyed watching George. His smile is just... Oh my gosh, his smile and his voice. I need his voice on a sleep app because I could just listen to his voice (laughs) all day. Every time he talked, I was like, oh, damn. (laughs) I I did not have that reaction. Me Okay, so so it's just me, y'all. Y'all can leave me out. That was just you, but that's okay. That worked for you. I didn't. I wasn't thinking about that, but okay. I just <laughs> wanted him to look at me with mm. a certain look. George, his backside is lovely. That's that's nice. <laughs> he gets a tan. His backside that, that's a, that, gets a tan. That's a nice backside. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> beautiful, I love it. beautiful. Yes. We had our two ambassadors on that day and just seeing how everybody had a different opinion about something. It was a lot of fun. Another one I enjoyed was was Second Plague's Second Stomach. (laughs) I think that might have been episode 19, if I'm not mistaken. That was a good one with my trainer. That was very informative. I just felt like it gave people a lot of insight to if you're on that weight loss journey, the thought process, even when you're younger, how that plays a part into your older years. So that one was very good. And I also liked our very first podcast. That was my favorite. Yeah, Mm -hmm. with Dr. John Zell. I felt, and we talked a lot about grief and depression. I thought that was, you know, it was just one of those really real 
podcast Mm -hmm. where Mm -hmm. people could relate to my life, brief journey. You talked about your mom. So I think that made us very relatable that, hey, we have some of the same struggles as everybody else does. Those are my um, top three ones. For me, the very first one, we did depression, anxiety, and grief. That was our introduction to podcasting. And I thought that the guest on the show was very informative. Yeah. And he made the process for us very easy. We still keep in touch with him and rely on each other for information, exchange of information. So it's been a good resource. That was a really good one. And to reiterate what you said, we just talked about some personal issues dealing with depression, anxiety, and grief. We were vulnerable and sharing who we are with our listeners. So I, I thought that was good. Another favorite, I liked Kiss, Mary Kill because that was a fun one. Ah, I can't remember yeah. what episode that was. That might have been episode seven. I'm not sure. But for that one, I, I liked because we had a chance to talk about who we would sleep with. Yeah. <laughs> who we would have sex with, smash. That's always fun because fantasy is I want to marry this person, kiss this person, and kill this person. So we need to do that again. Because, oh, yeah, we definitely because I'm mm-hmm. sure we got some new ones to put on there. Yeah. <laughs> who do I want to smash? I don't know. <laughs> That was fun. That was really good. And um, I also liked my sister-in-law came on and she shared her health journey with chronic illness and trying to find a holistic doctor. And I think that was really informative. I learned some information about her that I didn't know, which was helpful. But another vulnerable podcast where she's sharing the impact it had on her marriage and her well-being and how she overcame adversities. Listen to your body, get second opinions, and master your mindset. Like, master the mindset. I was sad and, and angry and felt isolated and lonely. And I was like, I have to switch this over to constant questioning and curiosity. And that was my mantra. I'm turning fear into curiosity. And I have mantras everywhere in my office. Being able to shift that gear from why is this happening to me to why is this happening to me? So I thought that was good. Those were some of my favorite ones. And I also like when you and I just talk and share about what's going on. Yep. And we tease each other about the things we like and dislike. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> those are some good ones. But that brings me to Something we in our podcast, we call our Oh No or Glow segment. Mm-hmm. And Oh No is a shady moment that happened or something negative that happened. A Glow, of course, is something positive that happened mm-hmm. uh, that we want to share. So I think Regina is itching to share an experience that we both <laughs> encountered oh today. My gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so Regina, do you have oh. a Glow or Oh No story? <laughs> How about Oh No? How about that one? It's Oh No. <laughs> okay. What is your Oh No story? Okay. So for you listeners, yesterday, Raquel, she texts me and she's like, Regina, let's take this class together. So it's a fitness class. She sends me a description and I'm already looking at this sideways because I don't like classes. So I text her. I was like, "Mm, I don't like classes. And she's like, well, come on. It'll be fun. We should try it. Okay. It's 2024. You know, let's just go to friends, take this class. If I don't like it, I'm walking out. So we go to the class today. I got there a few minutes early. 
there's no directions as to how to set up for the class. I found a spot where some things were already set up. I guess somebody didn't put them away from the previous class. So I just assumed that this was going to be the same stuff we were using. This class was called Power 60 It's class. called Power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. for an hour. You incorporate using the bar with weights and what do we do? Lunges, squats, different things. Now, I will say the instructor was good. She she was good. My thing, classes are not my thing. <laughs> you kind of have to move at a fast pace because you're jumping from one exercise to the next. So especially if you're new, you're like, oh my God, oh gosh, we got we to gotta go to the bar. Oh, we got to put the bar to the side. Oh, we got to pick up this plate. It's just a lot. And then you might be up doing exercises and next thing, let's get down on the floor. We're going to do this. So you're trying to look at her on the stage to see what she's doing. At the same time, you're trying to pay attention to yourself and maybe peep at everybody else to see, okay, let me see what how they're doing it. It's just a lot for my mind to take in. So I still say, Raquel, classes are not for me. If that's your thing, it's a great class to take. It just is not for me. So it's called Power 60. And like you said, it's really working your muscles and lunges and squats and all of that. Now, from the description, I envisioned something completely different. Mm -hmm. I thought that I was going to go into the room, things were going to be set up, Mm -hmm. and I would stay in my little section, do my things and leave. No. (laughs) When I walked in there, it's what, 25 people? Yeah. Was it more than that? It was a lot of people. Yeah. And then they have this step. What do you call that? The step? The stepper. Uh-huh. The stepper, uh-huh. which I, I don't do step stuff. That's not my thing. Yeah. And then you have mats and you have your weights and the bar and you have to put things together. I am not an engineer. <laughs> right. So I'm like, wait, what? What am I doing? What is happening? And then you got to figure out how to get the plates off. Cause I was like, I've, yeah. I've never seen this bar before. I was trying to turn it one way. And then I realized like, Oh, it just kind of snapped. I and was not was prepared. Like, oh my they said re- arrive 10 minutes early. And, and I did. I, you did. I was probably a few minutes early uh-huh. and I really needed 40 minutes to prepare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not 10 minutes. You need 40 minutes. Cause you're brand new to the class. Yeah. Had no idea. It was like being thrown into the deep end of the ocean and then you have to learn how to swim. Exactly. It's a great class. It works your muscles. It does all of that. It's not a hard class, Mm -hmm. but it's too many steps involved. Yeah. Because it's put this weight on, take it off. Then you're going to use the stepper and then you're going to use the barbell. No, I (laughs) do not handle two, three, four step commands. I'm a one, maybe two step command person. This was five or six step commands. No, my little brain was like, what? (laughs) I agree. You want me to do what? (laughs) Did I know where anything was located? So... I wasn't prepared. I felt like I was playing catch up the entire time. Yeah, it's, it's, it was no direction before class. Hey, if you go behind this wall, you're going to find your step, your step plates, that kind of stuff, direction. I was just kind of looking around to see what and other the people The neighbor, were that's what I was doing. Yeah, was, yeah. I got there a few minutes early. I saw this little section that was already set up and I'm like, oh, great. I don't have to worry about putting anything together. <laughs> so then I was moving it over near uh, where Regina was. And then this guy was like, excuse me, I set that up for my wife. And I'm thinking, <laughs> okay, whatever. 
like, can you set it up for me? I need somebody <laughs> to help me out. Oh, I do not do well in situations like that. It's learning on the spot. Mm-hmm. I need time to absorb and process and figure things out. You're jumping from one exercise straight That's too into chaotic the for me. Yeah, and you chaotic. don't really have time to, to that. You don't have time to think because if not, the rest of the class has already started and you're still trying to get plates off or, or get situated. So yeah, right. I, I need to go several times before I get the hang of it. Yeah. Cause some people had three risers underneath their stepper, some people with one. So I was like, was that already set up for them? The last class, did they not put stuff away and they're just going to go with it? So it was things like that. I didn't know. And I was like, well, I don't think I want mine up that high, but I don't even know what we're doing. So maybe it should be up that high. I think we missed the one class beforehand mm-hmm. because the instructor said, oh, this is great. You guys are coming at the beginning. So for the next four or five weeks, you'll get the hang of it. Mm. And I'm thinking I need an introduction. I needed a pre-class to go through everything. Take me through the circuit and yeah. then I can dive in. Huge learning curve. That's not my cup of tea. And I'm kind of upset because here's the thing. Regina does not do group fitness. No. And I had to coax her into doing this. She has not done a group fitness class in probably, what, 15 years? Probably so, yeah. Or longer? Yeah. And this was her introduction back into group fitness. This was not the right thing. This was not the right fit. Yeah, I, I just laughed. I said, huh, yeah, you The entire time she was shaking her head, oh my gosh, Raquel, I am going to kill you. I am going to kill you. And I'm thinking she's never going to exercise with me again. So, Regina, I need a do-over. We need to find a class that's not as chaotic. I don't like any classes. I know no, yoga. no. I don't, I, I've not even yoga. yoga. We don't need I've to do yoga. I've taken yoga years ago. Years ago, I was like, no, nah, that ain't for me. No. Okay, Regina, so you're done. There's going to be another 15 years before you do it again? And probably so. Because I was like, I said, see, this is the reason why I don't. That's the whole <laughs> it was thing. a bad class. It was not the right fit. And when I we read like, it, it said all fitness levels. And I'm thinking, they really? lied. They mm-hmm. lied. Mm-hmm. It's not all fitness levels. It, no. This is more intermediate. It's fast paced and you have to be able to think quick on your feet. And then they're telling you to do this exercise. And it was a lot. It was a lot to un- undertake. It was more or less the pace of the class the and not understanding the, the equipment. We didn't understand how to use the equipment. Yeah. I don't enjoy that type of exercise. Yeah. That was a oh no I'd for me as well. I'd rather do all standing up exercises than to be on the floor. It was that back and forth. My knees hurt. It's not the right fit for us. But I am determined to find the right class for both of us to do. Wow. Because I don't want this to be your introduction back into group fitness or your last memory. Oh, I have. It's, it's gone. <laughs> We need to find another class. So that's going to be my mission. We're going to find you another class. (laughs) But okay, that was oh no. And then Regina, let me just say this to you. She says to me, okay, I'm going to pay you back. Since you had me do this group fitness class, you need to go to the sauna with me. Yes. Regina, explain the sauna to people. Okay. So let me tell you, I like to go to the sauna every time I go to the gym. So I find the sauna to be 
I call it my happy place after I work out. Reason being is because you go into the sauna, they have the coals burning, so the room is nice and hot, and you're able just to sit down, decompress, and it detoxes your body. You start sweating. It makes your skin glow because your pores are opening up. You're sweating. So you normally sit in there for 20 to 30 minutes. So like I said, you're getting rid of toxins. Your pores are opening. That that makes your skin glow. And then it kind of settles your body down after you work out. So after you come out of the sauna, when you start walking around, you're like, whew, man, I feel great now. It's that little pick-me-up. Raquel was not me, feeling let me, it. Let me just say this. <laughs> that was a glowing explanation to the listeners about the sauna and the benefits of the sauna. Yes. Now I'm going to give the real to our listeners. If you've never experienced it before, you go into this room. It's not very big. It's a little no. box. Yeah. And it has different benches that you can sit on. Mm-hmm. And people come in there, maybe eight to 10 people, whatever. We had was, five or six people. Yeah, it was today. five. Yeah, that was the most was ever. And you sit on this bench and the room is probably... Hmm. 600 degrees. Okay. (laughs) The room is 600 degrees. As I was sitting there, I was contemplating my meaning of life. How did I get myself here? And the purpose and everybody's just sitting there and you see the sweat pouring off their bodies. I'm thinking, what is the purpose of this? I don't understand. She was like, multiple times. Why are we doing? Oh, it's relaxing. How can you relax when it's 600 degrees and you can barely breathe? And you're so hot and you're sweating. You're you're sweat upon sweat. Yeah, that's what's and you're sweating. There's parts of your bodies that are sweating that didn't know exist. I didn't know that the back of my knees, (laughs) cap that that space there sweats. I didn't know that. Or between my toes, sweat in the sauna. Everywhere, Everywhere. the crevice of my bosom was. Yeah, my scalp was sweating. Every every part of your body sweats. Okay. Again, I was thinking to myself, what is the purpose? Now, after I settled in about five minutes, I took a deep breath. I was able to relax a little bit. Mm-hmm. And people are talking and sharing their stories. And you can't help but listen to, you know, because people are talking about their lives and yeah. gossiping. So it's very communal. Yeah. Women bonding. That was nice. You meet people. That's great. Yeah. But then I was thinking, what happens if I get trapped into this room and I can't get out? <laughs> This is a hell of a way to die. And then someone voiced that. Someone in the group said, Yeah, she did. Oh my gosh. Suppose we can't get out. (laughs) That was already in my thought. If the door is locked and I can't get out of here, I don't want to die by heat exhaustion. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want to die that way. In well, the my only sweat. way that would happen, someone really, really hateful would have to put a chair, a bar up against the door. Yeah, I thought about that too. It doesn't have any locks on. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to go in there just myself. Mm-hmm. I And I, I did bring a little towel, but I didn't bring my cell phone. No, I'm going to disconnect. No, you need to bring your cell phone in case you get locked into that room. <laughs> I'm I'm being dramatic. You're not going to get locked in. It's fine. But you really do want to bring your phone just in case yeah. an emergency happens. And they have cameras. Yeah. I mean, so they can see people sitting in there. So did they see? Did they see me hallucinating? Because I thought I saw somebody. Like I was in a desert and I saw they, somebody they prob- up ahead. They probably did. Because you, they, were, they, you they were saw me hallucinating. 
And I was drinking plenty of water and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, this is a lot. I probably say at that 10 minute mark, that's when I really start, oh, okay, I'm starting to glow. So when I come out, it's, yes, this, this is what I want. My face is nice and shiny. Oh, my pores are open. My skin is going to be great. So those are the benefits, but you have to endure the 600 degrees, possible hallucination. (laughs) (laughs) You may feel thirsty beyond thirst. And you may sweat now, most places of the time you never I'm knew in existed. there when I'm by myself. Well, you know, it was one older lady. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I've been in there with her like three times. We just run into each other and we start chatting. But most of the time I'm in there, I usually close my eyes because I have on my contacts. <laughs> so, you know, being oh. in the hot. See, yeah. I didn't think so. Your contacts are probably melting on your eyeballs. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious, Regina. You, you know, so I most of the time oh. I'm sitting there listening to my music with my eyes closed because I try not to have them open the whole time because it'll feel like your eyes are, you know, just getting a little dry. No, no, they dry. are getting dry, which Regina did not say that to me. And I wear contacts, so I was wondering why my vision was blurred <laughs> and I was having hallucinations. That's why, because my yeah. brain was dry, I was dried out. Yeah, yeah. Now, I've done the steam room before and I like the steam room. I'm going to try I can handle that. that. Oh, the steam room. So do you think you would like that better? I've done the steam room before and I enjoyed it. it I don't hot? know. It's hot, but it's a different, it's a wet hot. I guess that's the difference. So the sauna you would say is Vegas hot. Yes. Like people say Vegas is dry. Like the desert, you see the little yeah. tumbleweeds yeah. tumbling in the wind. Okay. If that's what it feels like. Okay. I think for the steam room, you feel wet and moist. So you feel like you're connected to your body. It feels different. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why I like that better, but I can say after I sat there for 10 minutes, it wasn't bad. Yeah. See? And I could see myself doing it again. Yeah. But I'm just saying, if it's your first time, mm-hmm. maybe do it for five or 10 minutes, bring water, your cell phone, and yeah. you're going to sweat. It's going to be super, super hot. And you may want to do some deep breathing. And if you have any underlying medical conditions, you may want to check with your doctor. If you have problems with your heart or blood mm-hmm. pressure, things like that, you want to get it cleared because it's very hot. I don't even yeah. know. I'm saying 600 degrees, but I'm sure that's a lie. <laughs> I know that's a lie. It's not 600. I mean, it's like when you walk in and there's an initial shock if you've never been in a sauna. Ooh, it's hot. That's probably what hell feels like. That's the infernal. Dante's infernal. Yeah. Yeah. Now that, I don't want any parts. I don't want to die that way. I don't don't want to go to hell. And it's (laughs) a small, like you said, it's a small room. It's a little box. It's a box. But once you sit down, sip your water and close your eyes and you put some music on, you sit there and mellow out. Just meditate. That's what I did. Unlike Regina, I'm willing to give it a try. I don't quit. Regina, she's going to quit and not do group fitness. I'm not a (laughs) quitter. I'm going to go back to the sauna and I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to embrace it. I think we both experienced something new today. We did. That was good. So it was a, oh no, glow maybe combination? Yeah, half and half. It was something. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's see here. We wanted to talk about our word of the year. So last year we decided we were not going to do resolutions Mm -hmm. because they're so short-sighted. You you do them and by February, you forget what they are. Yeah. You know, they're hard to reach. So we're just saying if we take a word and we just embrace that word throughout the year, then... 
we can talk about it and assess it and see how we're doing. Yeah. Last year, your word was relentless. Yes. And mine was simplicity. Mm-hmm. And okay, F that word. Uh, <laughs> it's hard keeping things simple. <laughs> I learned. <laughs> <laughs> I had some success with that word, but um, okay. I don't keep things simple. That's not my personality. <laughs> so that's a work in progress. You had success with relentless, but what about this year? What's your word for this year? I think my word for this year is gratitude. Oh. Self-gratitude and gratitude in general. As I stated last year, this year is going to be my 50th birthday in June. And through my, as I call it, my journey to 50, which is my fitness journey that I started in July, I'm learning a lot about myself, Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. a lot of surprising things. I'm on that official six months countdown. It's such a mental journey. It's not just the physical. It's more so the mental. So I think that is what has surprised me that I'm learning a lot about myself and finding out like a lot of new things about myself and just feeling better, feeling like I'm in a better place than I was before I started mentally. So Mm, for me, the physical changes are great, but the mental changes, they kind of outweigh the physical for me. So that's why I say like, this is the year of gratitude. I want to take this year. And as Nisi Nash said, I want to thank me. (laughs) You know, I want to appreciate the journey I've gone through up until turning 50 with everything, whether it's been a happy moment, whether it's been sad, dark times, I still want to be appreciative and have gratitude for those moments because they have made me what I am today. So that's going to be my word for the year is just, you know, gratitude for myself because I'm usually a person that kind of downplays everything. If somebody gives me a compliment, I'll downplay it. I'm trying to learn how to accept it Mm -hmm. And be like, okay, you're Mm -hmm. welcome. Instead Mm -hmm. of just downplaying it like it's nothing. That's what I'm learning to do. I'm not all the way there, but I'm trying. (laughs) Oh, good, good. So gratitude, self-gratitude. I wrote it down because I know last year you forgot. Exactly. Not to dig or anything, but yeah, you forgot. And I'm like, well, how are you working on your goal if you forgot it? But anyway. (laughs) Exactly. But no, we wrote it down this year. Self-gratitude. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So for mine, I decided my word of the year is move. Or move. Movement. Okay. Move. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So my goal is to move. It's to physically get up and do something. Take okay. action. Okay. Right. So whether that's going to the gym or walking, doing some some type of physical activity, uh-huh. I just want to move my body. I want to stretch my body. Okay. I want to be intentional about how I care for my body and move my body. Okay. It's easy to rest and we get complacent. Yeah. Right? That's very just say easy I. to do. I get, you know, I, I can get complacent and we don't push or challenge. I don't push or challenge myself sometimes. Mm-hmm. So the yeah. movement piece for me is it's that reminder 
to get up and do. It's an action word. Yeah. Take action. So constantly saying to myself, how did you move today? What did you move today? Mm-hmm. That's something that I'm working on. Being mindful to get up during a commercial and walk around going up and down the steps. Constantly huh? move the body. Because you think sometimes you're out and about and you're doing a lot. Oh, I did a lot today. I was out and about. And yeah. then the other part, you're sitting at home relaxing and yeah. not moving. Yeah. Right. Not to see if to move up until bedtime, but just yeah. being intentional about how I'm moving yeah. and what that That's looks good. like so that I'm not sitting still for long periods of time without stretching and and doing some type of exercise. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to work on. Movement. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. Move. Yeah. I'm going to move that body. It reminded me of Granny Mae. Mm-hmm. I thought about her. One year, we were somewhere. We went to a wedding. My sister got married. And Granny was 90 at the time. And I remember when they say all rise. Uh-huh. So Granny gets up out of her seat and everybody's telling her she can sit down uh-huh. because she's 90. I remember she shooed someone's hand away. Get away. Get away. <laughs> and then I remember her saying, as long as I'm able to stand yeah. and move, I'm going to stand and move. She That's always right. walked. We went to the grocery store. She's like, I'm not sitting in one of those motorized carts. Now, some people yeah. need it. So yeah, not, if you need you know, it. Some people need it. But Granny, being 90, mm-hmm. 91, 92, 93, she was always active. I appreciate that because yeah. we take our bodies for granted, yeah. basically. So if I can move my body, I'm going to move my body. Yeah, because of people younger than she was then that could not. So right. like she said, right. if I can stay in... I'm going to stand. Yeah. (laughs) And she stood up there. Go ahead. Look at you, Granny. Look at you. That's the inspiration. Movement. Movement is good. We want to talk about some goals for the upcoming year. Regina, we have some exciting things happening. Yes. Yes. Some of the speakers, we have what a dermatologist is coming aboard. Yes. To talk. A cardiologist to talk about heart health. Acupuncturist. They're going to talk about pain management. Yeah, pain management issues with uh, women. I know a lot of people, well, I think within like the last year, I've been hearing a lot of people suffering from Beryl's palsy. So that's going to be something that she's going to talk a little bit on how acupuncture can help with that. So I think that'll be very informative. Then we have a plant-based nutritionist. Yes. Does a lot of juicing. People that aren't in favor of getting flu shots or whatever, she can explain to you how you can juice and basically get those same nutrients. Well, not the same nutrients, but get nutrients naturally versus Mm -hmm. if you don't want to get the flu shot. Because mainly it's just about keeping your immune system healthy. And then we're trying to get a relationship guru to come on the show to talk about intimacy, sex and intimacy. I think that's a big one. Yeah, I think and that's of course, a good topic to tackle. Yes, we're always searching for that gynecologist to come on the show and talk about women's health, endometriosis, fertility. Mm-hmm. What does a regular cycle look like? Yeah, the aging vagina. Um, yeah, because your vagina goes through stages. Yeah, how to deal with that. We're going to do stuff for the guys, too. So I, I do want to have a urologist on and talk about erectile dysfunction mm-hmm. and the purpose of the penis. I mean, I yeah. know it's for pleasure, but what else does it, yeah. what else does it do? Like, <laughs> I do not have penis envy, <laughs> but I often wonder, you, you know, having a penis is different. What do you do with that thing? 
Oh, yeah, this is going to be a good one. <laughs> I think the urologist is going to talk more about the science science behind yeah. Oregon. But I'm always fascinated because I, I don't have a penis. So it's different. Yeah. What does it feel like? What do erections feel like? Yeah. <laughs> you ever think about that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, because you know, that's a, you got this outward body part. Right. It's just there. <laughs> like, for the most part, our genitalia, you can't tell outwardly. Yeah. If we're excited. But for men, you know, it grows, right? <laughs> So, and I know blood flows to the organ, all that yeah. kind of stuff, whatever. But what does that feel like to have a penis? And I guess if you have one, you just have it. It's just what it is. Yeah. But And there's at times, you know, that's embarrassing. You might not be in a situation where you want that to happen, but it does. So right. what do you do about it? <laughs> you know what I want to ask too? And I don't know if men are going to answer this question, but there's something called, are you a grower or a shower? Uh-huh. So for some men, they're, they say they're showers, like their penis size is noticeable. It's big. Uh-huh. And other men, they, they have small penises, but it grows. Uh-huh. Right. So then some men have narrow penises and some have thick yeah. girth or whatever. I just wonder if somebody is not a shower, how do they feel if they have a small penis? Does that affect your... Their ego. Your ego. <laughs> you don't want to go up to a guy and say, are you a grower or a shower? I don't need to know that personally because I'm happily married. <laughs> I wonder if men worry about that. Because I know for women, we worry about our bodies. Yeah. Whether I think they do because a lot of times men worry about more stuff than we do. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I, I, I think that they do. That's why when it comes to performance. Yeah. Performance anxiety happens. Yeah. They are very in tune to that. They have to know that they have performed well. <laughs> I just like to have a candid conversation with men about that. Yeah. Because I know for women with our bodies, it's constantly in the media as far as butt size, hip mm-hmm. size, breast size, your stomach size. We're yeah. always talking about those things. But for men... I guess if you're a small man and you mm-hmm. don't have a lot of muscles, does that affect your ego? Does yeah, that- when it comes time for them to be intimate, are they self-conscious? Conscious because like they're thin, yeah. Yeah, but sometimes women like, oh, you know, I got this stretch mark here. Do they have those same things? Oh, I don't really have no six-pack going on. Do they think about those type of things when it comes to intimacy? Yeah, that's a good question. We have to ask. I think men, if they're small build, let's mm-hmm. say if they're really skinny, thin, mm-hmm. I think they may be self-conscious about that. Yeah. Now having a beer belly, because I don't think it's, it's the same stigma. A woman who has a big belly is seen as fat or unattractive, possibly. But for yeah. men, they can have a beer belly and it's no big deal. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's that yeah. type of thing. But Nick Cannon, he has, what, 12 kids? Some like 10, 12, something. I mean, he might have 14, who knows? But <laughs> um, he's the thin build. Yeah. And I, I think I read somewhere where he talked about being self-conscious about his body when it came time for intimacy. Yeah. But I also hear that he's well endowed. I've heard that too. Yeah. Right. So despite being well endowed, he still felt self-conscious because he's like, I have a bird chest. It would be interesting <laughs> to talk to men to see how you feel about 
stripping down. Yeah, exactly. Revealing yourself. How, how do you feel? I don't know how we got on above that conversation. <laughs> We kind of just went to the left. Yeah, it's just one of those organic conversations that just happened. happened. I would like to talk to some men. Like when it comes to intimacy, you hear, I said before, some women are like, I don't know, I got some stretch marks and I got some cellulite. But then I've talked to men and they're like, well, give a damn about that. They don't care about that. They they don't care. We care. They're like, Mm -hmm. we don't care. (laughs) It does not matter. And I'm sure not all men, some men, might be very superficial that right. so you know, every, care, everything yeah. got to be perfect. But mm-hmm. for the average man that I have talked to, they're just like, okay, nothing about that. Sometimes you just want to yeah. know with your guy friends, do y'all pay attention? And they're like, hell no, I'll pay attention. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of guy friends, conversations I've had in the past, the Victoria's Secret is that you guys are spending all your money for lingerie and we don't care about the lingerie I at all. I don't know how many <laughs> of our listeners listen to Shannon Sharp and Ocho's Nightcap podcast, but they talked about that. And Uncle's like, look, don't get me wrong. All that's nice. We'll need all that. Because he said, how yeah. long do you think that's actually going to stay <laughs> And all and the buttons true. and, yeah, and zippers, true. it just gets in the way. It ain't nobody trying to do all They just trying to get no. down to business, you know. Yes, let's just see what we can do. I agree. I agree. So we got to talk to some men, talk to some women. Good stuff. And we'll have our R&R ambassadors come on. We yeah. have a, a couple women. We might add more, but we have a couple women who come on the show and do our podcast with us. That's always fun. Mm-hmm. We want to continue with that. We have some good stuff on the horizon. Yeah, we so. do. Sophomore year, Regina, I'm ready to dive in and see what the year unfolds. I like our podcast because people have told me, well, you guys seem really real. This is the real, authentic us. We all have different sides. I got a professional side behind the chair. And then I have with my podcast, I think you see a little bit more of my personality, how much I like to cut up and how much I joke. So a little bit more of that comes out here on my podcast. So same. And I'm just tickled that I'm actually doing a podcast because anyone who knows me, they know that I'm super, super, super private about Mm -hmm. my life. And what I share. So the fact that I am opening the gates a little bit I yeah. think is, is a good thing for me. It's growth. I like connecting with other people and sharing stories and learning from other people. So the yeah, fact I think, that yeah. we're interviewing people, neither one of us has experience in doing that before. But we're doing it just like the celebrities that have podcasts. And it's been a natural flow. It feels organic and authentic and yeah. natural. So I do like that. Let's let our listeners know how to reach us, Regina. They can send email to us. Uh, yes. How can they do that? Yes. Our email is, if there's a topic that you would like for us to talk about, email us at rnrexperience one at gmail.com. Now, R&R is the actual, it's the letter R, A-N-D, and then the letter R again, the word experience, the number one at gmail.com. So if there's a subject that you would like us to talk about, send a request in and we'll see what we can do. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So we want to say thank you to our listeners, yes. people for 
season one to our new listeners. Welcome. Yes. And we're excited. Yeah, Make more, sure you more download episode make sure you share it with all your friends and family on all platforms mm-hmm. yes tell them about the r experience we are looking to grow this year we're looking to grow even more internationally i'm thinking big some celebrity guests celebrities can be at all levels we're ready to expand yes, yes. expansion so, yes well regina good luck with your word of the year gratitude i'm grateful for you Yes, and good luck with yours movement. Yes, and I would like for you to move with me. We're going to get oh. Gina to move with me. So. Hell no. <laughs> and not in another damn class. <laughs> On that note, we're going to say good night. <laughs>